Hey, Into Picklers, welcome to our inaugural podcast. This is number one of what we hope will be more than one podcast in the series. Uh, you know, we, we really like here at Into Pickle to share our information about pickle, but we love to grow the sport or try and help grow the sport. Uh, part of that, uh, we believe, is sharing uh, helpful information about pickleball, uh, you know, helping players become better players, uh, more invested in the game in terms of, uh, you know, their ability to play it, uh, makes for a more enjoyable experience. Also helping new players coming coming into the game, players who have never experienced pickleball before. Uh, hopefully, it will come across this podcast uh, at some point in their lives and maybe you'll be piqued by it and uh, be interested in, in checking out pickleball. So, you know, we figured, you know, we had the, the online videos, uh, the YouTube videos, uh, you know, has been a way that we've used to try and help, uh, uh, you know, reach players, uh, get out there more, uh, you know, get more information out to players. So we thought podcasting was something that we hadn't done yet. Uh, we know there's some other really good podcasts out there. Um, you know, Eddie and Webby have one. Barrett has one at uh, Pickleball Kitchen. Mark Rennison has one uh, with the Pickleball Problems. So we thought we would uh, try our hand at it and maybe do a little bit of different format on ours. What we're going to do with ours is basically we're going to do two parts in our podcast. One part will be uh, trying to bring you a substantive uh, knowledge. So try and bring you something that will help your game, that will help you improve as a player. The second part will be me just riffing. So basically I'll just be talking about it could be rec play, it could be out calls, it could be ratings, could be COVID, whatever. Uh, so the first part will be substantive, and then the second part will just be something of interest. If there's a topic that you think would be interesting for a podcast or for a video, for that matter, please let us know. You can reach always reach me at Tony at IntoPickle.com. So T-O-N-Y at I-N, the number two, Pickle.com. We thought for our first podcast, we'd share with you three specific things that you can do to improve as a pickleball player. I want to improve as a pickleball player. I imagine if you're listening to this, you want to improve as a pickleball player as well. Sometimes you can uh, you know, improve by learning a new skill, like a non-volley zone lob or resetting a volley attack kind of a thing where you're getting, you know, you're getting pressured and you can reset it. Sometimes you improve by improving the existing skill. So you know, some, doing something a little bit better, better third shot, better return to serve and things like that. So what I want to do here is share with you three tips that you can use to become a better pickleball player. Some of these tips may seem self-evident, but sometimes it's helpful just to be reminded of things that we may already know, but have forgotten about or haven't really focused on for a while. So basically the first tip we got to talk about is you got to, you have to learn the game. If, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know how to play pickleball. In other words, you know, generally speaking, uh, who serves, who returns, things like that. But do you really understand the difference between, let's say, a return side game and a serve side game? Those are two vastly different uh, games. Uh, I, I tell people the serve side and the return side are like playing baseball and football. I mean, they're two entirely different types of activities in terms of the uh, focus you have in, your, in what you're doing, the types of shots you're hitting and things like that. So if you don't understand the difference between serve and return, that's a really good place to start. Uh, do, you know, do you understand the, different, the, the disadvantage that a serving team is under at the beginning of the point? If you don't understand that, then you can't really come up with a strategy that makes sense uh, for you to play when you're playing on the serve side of the, uh, of the, of the, of the point or of the rally. Uh, so, you know, you really have to try and, and learn not just, uh, you know, the basics of pickleball. So not just, okay, I can't step into the non-volley zone, which, uh, even that rule, I think, uh, you know, is misunderstood by people, uh, but not just that, but I need to understand, for instance, court angles. Do I need to understand, I need to understand, you know, where the action happens on the court, where is it best for me to stand and where can I have the most impact on the game? Those are things that that takes some take some time, take some study, take some whether it's watching videos, reading books. There's a lot of good material out there that you can uh, that you can look at. For instance, you know, in videos, 
Uh, you know, there's our videos, obviously, but there's a lot of other good material there. There you have CJ Johnson does really good stuff with uh, you, particularly 50 plus pickleball and things like that. She has a really good, uh, really good content at Bitter Pickleball. Uh, you know, Barrett Kitchello at uh, at uh, Barrett Kitchello, sorry, at uh, Pickleball Kitchen does a really good job with uh, you know, particularly with beginner intermediate uh, concepts, some top ten, top five, really good stuff. The things that you can pick up there. There's Primetime Pickleball has some really good drills. Uh, some really good advanced concepts. Speaking of advanced concepts, Coach Simone, Simone Jardim on her channel with uh, Eddie from Eddie and Webby puts on some real good content with uh, guests like Phil Metz, Catherine Parentau, and others. Uh, then you you know you also have some of the, uh, the the things that have been out there for a little bit a little bit longer. So like you know Mark Renison at Third Shot Sports, uh, you know he does a really good job. Uh, you know sometimes he and I don't see exactly eye to eye on certain concepts, but doesn't mean that his his concepts are wrong. Uh, or that you know he doesn't have uh, good value out there. He has really good uh, content on his channel. Uh, and then you go back even further. You go into like you know pickle pong Debs or Deb Harrison, Sarah Ansbury. We're talking Glenn Peterson. I mean there you know pickleball four one one videos. Joe Baker has some really really good videos that really helped uh, Jill and I when we were first starting out in the sport. So you know there's a lot of good content out there. Uh, you know obviously we hope that the content that we provide to you at Into Pickle is content that is helpful to you uh, and and that uh, resonates with you. Is I guess a good way of saying it. So you know something that that kind of you know, you can you can use and that that makes sense to you the way that we present it. Um, but the key is to find. A, uh, to find a, a, an avenue to find a source of, of information that works for you. And with the source of information out there, I think there's enough out there that you can really uh, you know, apply yourself to the game some uh, and try and learn the game that you've adopted as your own and that you uh, hopefully want to improve in. Uh, you know, there's a saying of a, there's a game, there's a byline that they use in the game Othello, uh, a minute to learn, a lifetime to master. And I think pickleball really, uh, that, that, uh, byline or that slogan could be applied to pickleball. I mean, pickleball, is, as you know, if you played it already, is or if you play it already, is that uh, you know it's a game that you can teach somebody to play in you know five or ten minutes. Maybe not the scoring; that's a little more complicated. But five or ten minutes, they can be out there, they can play, they can enjoy themselves and have a good time. But you know, I've been playing for over four years, and I still learn. You know, I still uh, I'll watch a match or I'll I'll study a point or something, and I'll and I'll break it down a little differently, and I'll say to myself, Wow, that's uh, that's pretty fascinating that I, you know, I didn't realize this thing about the uh, about the game. So, tip number one, guys, is you got to spend some time and gals, you got to spend some time learning the games. You got to spend some time studying videos, reading books, uh, you know, things like that. Really learn the games. Find someone who you who you resonate with, who who like you you know you you can understand what they're saying. It makes sense to you. Uh, you know, obviously, someone who uh, knows the game, and then uh, and then really try and 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 dig down and understand the game. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is now you got to take what you've learned, uh, particularly from a stroke mechanic standpoint, you have to drill. Uh, a lot of a lot of us don't drill. Uh, I know that I should drill more than I do. I've been drilling more uh, nowadays than I had in the past, particularly given the COVID situation that's going on right now. Uh, so Jill and I will go down there and drill sometimes, but I still need to drill more than I'm drilling. And, um, uh, you know, drilling is really the only way to learn stroke mechanics. I have students ask me sometimes, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, or they'll, they'll tell me, okay, so you, you suggest that I do X, Y, X and Y, let's say, uh, this and that. And, uh, I went out and I tried doing it, but, you know, but it was too much going on and I, I couldn't, you know, it wasn't working. And so when they say too much is going on, what that tells me is they were in a game situation trying to learn a stroke mechanic or trying to adjust a stroke mechanic. And that's simply impossible. Uh, if you're going to learn a stroke mechanic or work on a stroke mechanic, 
The only way to do that is through drilling. And it can be drilling with a machine. It can be drilling with a wall. It can be drilling at home. It can be drilling with a friend. It can just be drilling for like five minutes before you start playing. That's something I think is greatly underutilized. You don't need to have an hour and a half drill session. If you're working, let's say, on a grip pressure concept that you don't really understand, next time you play, ask somebody who you know well to go out on the court with you for five minutes while you warm up and drill on that concept instead of just standing there and kind of, you know, dilly dally warming up kind of talking and spend five minutes just focused on your drilling and it'll really improve your game so um one thing about drilling though that's really important as well as you know doing it is important but doing it right is important uh you know i i, I tell folks sometimes when i see them drilling i tell them to basically stop drilling uh you know go home and and watch a movie or something because if you're drilling wrong, and I tell them that when they're drilling wrong. So if you're, if you're drilling the wrong stroke, so you're hitting the stroke incorrectly and drilling it, all you're doing is actually making things worse because you're further, uh, you know, you're, you're, mus- you're, you're training your muscle memory in the wrong way uh, and then going to make it harder to, to, to fix that later on. So if you're going to dr- drill, if you're going to drill, I definitely recommend drilling, but if you're going to drill, I recommend you drill right. In other words, drill correctly and not drill incorrectly and further exacerbate the situation. The third tip I want to give you is recognizing when what you learned applies. So, you know, it's it's really good to know, uh, you know, about adjusting grip pressure, for instance. So knowing that, uh, you know, a lower, lighter grip pressure will, you know, result in a, in a ball that doesn't travel as far than the tight grip pressure. But, but when does that apply? So when should you adjust your grip pressure or when is it, when is there something going on in your game uh, that should result in you adjusting your grip pressure. And so it's really, it's kind of a critical analysis is the way I think about it. Uh, Lori, who uh, works with me here at Into Pickle, I think she put it really well when she said, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's being able to see the game, which sounds kind of esoteric, a little bit, uh, a little new agey uh, to see the game. But really, if, if you can't see the game, so if you can't recognize when you're out there, uh, why it is that something is happening. So why it is that, your balls are maybe going too too deep or too short, uh, or if they're um, uh, if the other team is just winning point after point after point, and you don't know why they're winning the points, then it's impossible to really fix the problem, right? So uh, you know, so having a crit- an ability to critically analyze situations or to recognize when uh, when what's going on and when it's going on uh, is really important. And there's a couple different ways that you can do this. So one way is to is to self study. So what you would do then is is you're basically going to watch some videos. Uh, you're going to go online, you're gonna watch the watch a point. Uh, you're you know try and find one that's that 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 you sort of resonates with you that you recognize that looks like okay this looks like something that's happened to me or that I've seen before. And then I want you to really go back and look at it again and again. You have to watch it several times, and you're going to watch it from different uh, vantage points. So you're going to say okay I'm going to focus on the server. I'm going to focus on the returner. I'm going to focus on the MVZ player. Uh, on the big at the return point so in other words the only player who's up on the return team or i'm going to focus on the non-server the other player i'm going to focus on you know the different players and just see what they did and then hopefully you can you know by doing that a few times you can start to to figure out okay this this was something that looked correct and this is something that looked incorrect what you can't do when a point ends or a rally ends is say okay that rally ended because there was a pop-up and the ball was put away that's a lot of times that's just not not gonna not gonna be enough. In other words, you, you just fixing the pop up isn't what's gonna isn't gonna fix the problem of the point or the rally. Uh, usually, it's something other than the pop up that initiated the series of events 
that might have ended up with the pop-up and the, and the put-away. Uh, but, but oftentimes it's something that happened prior to the pop-up or prior to the what appears to be the error that was what occasioned the error to occur later on. So uh, that critical analysis skill is really important. So what you would do is you would, you would review that over and over again. Another option is, and, and this is the reason we started this academy, is you know we have the Into Pickle Online Academy. Uh, our focus is to help you learn this. And so basically what you do there is, is you go through points with me. Uh, you're basically going to sit there and, and uh, uh, not sit there. You're going to participate in a, in, a, in a class with me. Uh, and uh, you're going to uh, watch points. And then I'm going to explain to you what I'm seeing. I'll ask you what you're seeing. And then hopefully over time, you'll be able to generate this skill or, or learn this skill. So uh, if you're interested in that, uh, you can reach out to us. Uh, you can go to intopickle.com. There's more information on there. You can read about it. You can see what some of our students are saying about it. I think it's a really valuable uh, exercise. I think it's a really valuable way of learning. Uh, you know, I, obviously, you know, clinics and lessons and things like that are also valuable, particularly for stroke mechanics and things like that. But for critical analysis, for uh, understanding how the game is played, we think that the the online academy courses that we've uh, set up are a really good mechanism to uh, figure that out. So uh, to help you figure that out. So hopefully uh, we'll see you in class one of these days and uh, and it'll uh, it'll help you out in your game. So anyway, so those are three tips, uh, guys and gals, that hopefully will help you out. So one is you really got to study the game if you wanna if you wanna improve. Uh, you know, we're giving you some of the resources there. Uh, there's also some good books. You can go to Amazon and look at some pickleball books. Coach Mo has one. We have one right now that's for um, beginners uh, on Amazon. Like I said, there's some good books out there on, on how to play pickleball you can look at as well. Uh, and then just, you know, surfing the web, obviously, uh, Google your questions and things like that. So um, studying the game, drilling, working on your game, practicing your game, and then understanding, uh, you know, how the game works, seeing the game uh, so that you can then take the rules that you've learned or the, the concepts that you've learned, the skills that you've developed by drilling and apply them in real time play. So hopefully those three, three uh, tips will help you improve you as a player. Uh, our objective uh, as players and as instructors is to help you become the best player you can be. If you're curious about stacking and how it applies to pickleball, stay tuned. I'm going to give you a quick riff on stacking. You may already know this about me, but I'm a left-handed player. So I've been stacking for years, and I'm a, a big believer in stacking. I think it's a, it can really help improve your game. Uh, you know, whenever I run into someone who's skeptical about stacking, I'll generally ask them, I'll say, you know, do you want an advantage in your game? Do you want some advantage in your game? And even a 1% advantage in your game, which hopefully they want because that means you have a higher chance of winning, right? And, um, and so if the answer hopefully is yes, and if it's yes, then stacking definitely gives you an advantage and it's not 1%. It's, I would say, I would venture to say somewhere three to 7%, 5%, maybe something like that. You know, it's somewhere in that range and it depends on the situation. Sometimes it can really change a game. I've played games where we have basically stacked strategically, not just stacking for forehands in the middle, but we've stacked in a way, for instance, to create a diagonal shot for my partner. Uh, because the diagonal shot was working better than the straight on shot and we wanted to play a certain you know certain targeting a certain player on the other team another concrete example of when stacking is very effective is uh, let's say that you've served three times in a row so you served uh, you know two serves two serves two serves so three side outs no points uh, maybe the next time around stack on the serve the serve is particularly easy to stack on so stack on the next serve and switch it up a little bit right I mean you've already tried essentially six serves in in the formation that you're in uh, haven't uh, scored a point or, or you know won a rally and scored a point so maybe try a stack at one of them and maybe just again give the other team a different look give yourself a different look a different shot uh, selection uh, and maybe change things up so that's another just really simple example of when stacking 
uh, can be valuable. What I suggest to you is if you, if you, if you want to be a good pickleball player or if you want to improve as a pickleball player and you want to give yourself the best chance when you're out there, understanding stacking and understanding you know when and how to use stacking is a super valuable tool. Highly recommend it to you guys. Get into stacking. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please share it with other listeners that, uh, and also rate us if you can on whatever service you're using. That'll help us reach additional listeners. We'll see you next week and good luck out there.